Thank you for listening to the Peer Purpose Podcast. I'm Bobby Jones, the only podcast where you get the tools that you need to become your true, authentic self and walk out your destiny. Josh Walker is here with me uh, again, and uh, I love having conversations. But, you know, he asked a question of, you know, people say, well, you say you're open to things, but why aren't you open to changing your view on what you believe when it comes to God? And the answer to your question is, is because we've experienced it. We have literally went from death to life. We were in a position to where we didn't have hope. We didn't have light. I mean, I don't know if you grew up in the church. I don't know your story there, but I didn't. And I grew up in a place. I was 26 years old before I really heard the gospel of Jesus Christ. Sure, I went to Catholic uh, church and catechism, but I didn't understand the the God that I was presented to me at a young age. I felt like it just, it was the thing that was for a certain group of people. And I believe that was the lie that the enemy tried to sell me early on is that that was for those people and this isn't for you, which makes sense because when we tasted and saw that the Lord was good, like it says in his word, we took it and ran with it. And we're the type of people that at the other side, when we were in the world doing our thing over there, we took it full tilt. So what do we, what do we think is going to happen when we get in this world? We're going to take it full tilt. And so the reason why we're not open to anything different is because we've experienced the Lord and he encountered our hearts and he changed our lives. I was actually talking to Chelsea about this uh, a little bit earlier today and was talking about, you know, because a lot of people think when they get to Christianity, they're just automatically going to get things. And all of a sudden, things are going to start happening. It's going to be amazing and whatever it is, right? But the biggest thing, she goes, yeah, you did get something. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you got, he saved your life. And I said, yeah. And that was enough for me. It's not enough for some, but that was enough for me because I was trying to clean up my life. And so that's why we're not open to, we've seen it. We, we know what the other side is. We are blind, mm-hmm. right? What, how can, can you explain how you went from the place you were in to having a crazy heart all about yourself, not thinking of anybody completely down and out, addicted, I'm sure you were at one point in time or whatever mm-hmm. it is, to now dude, it has pretty much turned all the way around, right? Mm-hmm. Like, can you explain that? I can't. It's supernatural. Supernatural. Yep, absolutely. You know, I don't, I don't know. I can't. I can, I can tell you what happened. I can try to explain it the best way that I know how, but I can't exactly tell you what happened. Like, I can tell you, like, the events, but I don't know the exchange. Mm-hmm. There was an exchange, you know, and I, I, that, that's all I know, you know. I love going back to bringing it back to the last episode that you, that we talked about. Right. And we, we talked uh, towards the end, you, you, you brought it back around to um, love and you started talking about what love is and kind of our, our standard in which we as uh, Christians would, would view ourselves. So our value within this chapter of love in first, yeah. first Corinthians, what was it? First Corinthians, uh, first Corinthians 13, 13 four 13, through eight. Th- yep, exactly. And there's more, but and, yeah. um, 
And uh, love is kind. Love is not self-seeking. Yep. It, it, it does not it has it keeps no record of wrong. It so on and so forth, right? And in the world, um, I think we look for that love. We long for that love. Yep. Um, our eyes are we we're constantly scanning to see if something can meet those standards. Yeah. And uh, sometimes we try to find it within relationships. We try to find it within. Um, you know, looking for love in all the wrong places, right. right? In that sense. And it can get to this place that you, at the end of the day, haven't found that standard of love. And so when right. we talk about the encounter that we have, the reason why we are what we are, the reason why we believe what we believe is because it's not because we're psychotic. It's not because, <laughs> you know, just to be honest, you know, it's, it's not because we had nothing better to do on a right. Sunday, you know, that right. we decided... It's because there is this supernatural, as you mentioned, Dude. change that had um, or or thing that had taken place. Yeah, um, you know, growing up, I I went to church almost every Sunday. My yeah. my mom and dad brought me to that, and uh, um, you know, one minute I'd see you know tears in my dad's eyes, and the next minute we'd we'd live a normal family life, and there'd right. be dysfunction, and I was confused yep. at what true love was. Absolutely. And, and, uh, you know, there was a lot of dysfun uh, dysfunction. We, we, uh, you know, I dealt with my mom at the time was an alcoholic. My dad was into drugs. Um, my mom was constantly in a ditch in different places, uh, uh, throughout the year and never knew it'd always be a different place. We'd have to go and find her never knew if she was dead or alive. Mm. Um, but when she was in her right mind, she would say she loved me. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, the feelings that you get, the trauma that you deal with, sure. trying to compare that with, with the fact that, you know, I was raised on, uh, you know, going to, uh, an assembly of God church and, and, uh, seeing them live one way and different yeah. another way. And I was yeah. confused, man. Yeah. And so I, there was many times that I cried out, um, Hey, you know, Lord, if, if you're real, you know, change all of this, change right. my life, change this. I have no idea what to expect. And yeah. so. I think um, there, there's, there's many things involved in that where my, you know, I have two, two older sisters um, and uh, they were put in foster care at a young yeah. age. And so I kind of lived life on my own, started doing my own things. And yep. again, looking for love in those different areas. Right. And it uh, led me to doing drugs at a very, very, very early age. My sisters got me involved in smoking that. at five um, smoking cigarettes at five yep. and, and thinking of how, if I even saw my daughter do something like that, it'd be yeah. absolutely crazy. Right. right? And I, right. um, you know, to, to selling drugs at 10 years old and all sorts of things that happened, uh, yeah. that I shouldn't have had to ever go through. So right. again, to not really know love and, uh, or even have it, have the ability to trust yeah. that, uh, from someone. So, um, I, I, I do remember, you know, uh, I was 14 years old and there was this kid who, <laughs> uh, I, I, we, long story short, we ended up, I ended up going to this youth group, one of those things that my, my family really wanted me to go to. And so I just did it just because, um, it was one of those things, oh, this, this, this kid, uh, Isaiah was his name and he would constantly, um, try to interact and talk with me and I didn't want nothing to do with him. I was pretty right. closed off from religion and from God and from everything else. And, uh, but I had no other friends, you know, this, this kid would always stop at my house, knock on the door. Hey, how's it going? How you doing? Yeah. Uh, do you want to hang out? No, I don't want to hang out. You know, <laughs> that's got, you know, right. that, that kind of thing. So, um, but this was consistent and it was 
day after day, week after week, I'm not kidding, um, almost seven days a week. He he literally you just I he, he lived down the road, so it, it was easy for him just to, as he's going shoot by the over, house, yeah. you know, just shoot over and say hi to me. Um, and after a while, I became curious. Yeah. Come on. Bringing it back, you know. Bring it back. I became, cu- I became curious. So I did start asking him questions. And it opened your world up to a whole new world of possibilities. Absolutely. It did. And it changed your life. And it, and it changed my life. And, um, uh, you know, what the scripture says is that we will know the love, uh, or, or we'll, we'll, they will know that we're Christians by, by the our way, love. by our love. Yep. And I actually saw something in this guy, someone who would, um, who was curious about my life enough to, to be consistent and not yeah. stop, Yeah, you know, knocking on the door, knocking yep. on the door. And then, and not just uh, out of that place, you know, asking him questions, why are you the way that you are? And, Obviously, you know, he, he shared his experiences. He shared his, his, um, his, his understanding of the love of God. And it's one of those things that I had to come into that, that revelation of that, you yeah. know. And there were a few times I remember that he, you know, he, he, we went to youth group. He prayed over me, and I felt something different. I, I felt this shame kind of being lifted yeah. off and of course I would try to hold the guilt and I would try to hold these things to myself because I, you know, I was into the things I was into and my family was dysfunctional and yep. why would God want anything to do with me right. and those sort of things. And it's, it, yep. and it's, you know, um, that I felt him actually say, I love you. And that wrecked me that, that changed my life. Yeah. And, so I mean, there's a lot to that story. I won't get into because I, I sure. don't want to steal your your, your show, oh, <laughs> Bobby. But but there's uh, My show, but man. yeah, it, it it it's just great because um, uh, this is one of those things that if you're not curious, you miss the opportunity. Yeah, you absolutely. Mi- you, you miss the oppor- uh, the opportunity to advance in your own life and yeah. your relationships. Absolutely. Um, and so yeah. Right. Well, and and, and that's what's what's awesome, man. Is you know, the cool thing about it is, you know, there's so many people out there that think that if you become a Christian, all of a sudden your life is boring. Dude, <laughs> my world is amazing and super adventurous all the time. Like, I have seen the world in ways I would have never seen. Even playing football. Back when I played football. It seems like such a lifetime ago now. It's so long ago. But I wouldn't have seen the world like I've seen it now. I've been to two different countries. I've been all over. And I know this is just getting started. Like, I know there's way more to come. Like, I, like I absolutely do. But that's the thing about it, man. It's like, but what you break it down, when you really break it down, we encountered love. Mm-hmm. We encountered the supernatural, the reckless love, right? We talk about the reckless love in Corey Asbury. So the reckless love of God, that's what we encountered. Mine was on the west side of Sioux Falls, South Dakota, sitting on a couch. And my life to that point had been a wreck. I was sober, but man, the wreckage that was left over from, from that life, like, dude, I struggled so bad with my self-worth and, and, and thinking that I could even have a future. And then I encountered the living, breathing God. And that changed everything. Everything. You know what I mean? And to this day, man, like, I am thankful. I am thankful that I encountered him. 
I am thankful that he saved my life. I am thankful that he gave me a second chance. And I'm thankful that I've, you know, sure, I've been set out to do something, but that's not doesn't mean that's who I am. That's part of who I am, but who I am is his son. And that's why we don't waver. That's why there's nothing, that's, that's why there's nothing, that's why kids say, Bobby, why do you care so much? You don't even know us. It's because I know one that does. I know God who cares so much. And he cared before I even knew him. Right? Like, he loved me. He made me. And it, it, at the end of the day, that's what we experienced. Yeah. So that, that's why. Like, that's why we don't waver. That's why we're not, I'm not open to anything else because I've seen it. Like, you know, I've seen, I've seen the truth now. Mm-hmm. The evidence is there. It checked out. So that's why. But yeah, I love that. Yeah. So um, I got a question for you, and I'll yeah. preface it to um, to first say uh, last week I talked a little bit about uh, sometimes the insecurity. Two weeks ago. Two weeks. Ago. Oh yeah, it was two weeks ago. Uh, a little bit about the insecurities that we can have of trying to clean our own, mm-hmm. own stuff up. Um, I actually had a you know story of me having four kids, and sometimes yeah. you know we clean a mess and we turn around and there's another mess that's on the yeah, ground. Yeah, I remember and that. Sometimes. Um, for me as a father, uh, I can feel embarrassed either for myself or for my kids um, to the point where sometimes I shut people out and uh, don't allow them to help mm-hmm. um, in certain circumstances because, um, you know, it's, it's my mess and I should have to clean it up and and rather than inviting people in. And so we are just basically talking about, you know, people being able to, um, you know, come over and, and uh, invite them into community and connection. And I miss that connection yeah. when I close them out. Sure. So what would you say to a generation uh, with these kids, right? And we talk about our stories and, yeah. and kind of where we've come from and where we've where we've been. And you do this all the time. And you're, you're really great at sharing, uh, sharing these things. I think we live in a generation where kids are afraid to be curious Mm -hmm. because of the mess that they may have endured uh, in their life, trauma that they may have come across or even in their personal lives on, on that. So I guess the question for you is, uh, yeah, what would you say to, to these kids, right. That, um, feel like they, you know, know they don't have it together and that's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah. Well, it starts with, so one thing you got to know is we're going to always attract what we are. Okay. Like what, what, what's inside of us, that's what we're going to attract. And so the biggest thing is understanding that when we're, when our pain is poking out, when our wounds are poking out, if we don't deal with them, like it, it comes back to the, what I've been talking about this whole time in this whole podcast from the start time it started almost a year ago till now is when you decide to live with wounds and you decide to say, I'm not going to do anything about this, you're only going to attract the people that have the same thing as you do. And so partly there's two things that I believe this young generation is looking for. The first one is love. Three things, actually. The first one is they're looking for love. And the love that they think that they're looking for is actually not the love that they find. Okay, they, they, they think that, look, if I search this in a person, da, 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 it's going to happen. But what it really comes down to is they're looking for the supernatural love of God. They just don't know it yet. My thing is, if we're made in his image, then we're made to want his love. So let's start there. The second thing they're looking for is connection. 
They want to connect. They want to belong to something. Okay. And then it leads me to a third. It's a, it's a sense of belonging. They want to know that they're accepted. And so I would say is you have to find the people that understand what you're looking for. And you have to find the people that have gained what you're looking for. That's good. And then they can give you what you seek. Not to be that thing for you, but to help come alongside to help you get that thing that you need to walk it out. Not so much as fill my need, do it for me. No. But people have things that they can impart to you that if you decide to take that and run with it, that will become what you become. So that's the answer to my question. I love you all. Josh, thanks for coming on, buddy. This is amazing. Appreciate you, Bobby. <laughs> What's that? I said I appreciate <laughs> you, Bobby. <laughs> you got to cut out that. <laughs> love you all. Again, you're going to be okay. So much gold inside of you. You're going to walk the greatness outside of you. Keep living whole and full life. Keep climbing, and I'll see you next time.